Hello and welcome back to the Win Your Podcast, the podcast for when you're doing anything. Today we're talking about when you're trying to survive your allergies. I mean, now that it's springtime and all the flowers start blooming and there's pollen in the air, I mean... It was all fun and games when it was raining, you know what I mean? I, I I really like the rain, you know, the clouds in the sky. It's kind of kind of nice, you know, a little bit peaceful. And then when you go to sleep, it's just like a little pitter-patter outside. It's just, it's so relaxing. It's so soothing. But now that the sun's out, I mean, it's it's like I can't catch a break every single day. I, I'm just, I, I can't, I can't make it through the day you know what i'm talking about and i take my medicine i take my allergy medicine you know I, and i just have basic allergies i don't have like any extra allergies or anything like that so it's just like i remember one day i like landed in the grass like i fell down on the grass for like two seconds i fell down and i got back up and i just got so i was like so itchy for the rest of the day i was like man why did i have to fall on the ground i didn't need that you know so uh, it's kind of like, uh, okay, so I'm just going to talk about like the different symptoms of like basic allergies. So sneezing, you know how sometimes when you're uh, like, I don't really sneeze all that much. And when I do, it's like maybe one or two, you know what I mean? Like quick, quick ones, like a chew, a chew, you know what I mean? And then you kind of like, you, you, uh, you walk, walk away, you know, it's like you, you got it off, right? Now, now that it's like springtime, once I start sneezing, it's like the, the floodgates open. It's like, I can't stop. It's just like one after another, one after another, one after another. And then like, you think you're done. And then like two minutes will go by and then you sneeze again and again and again. And you're just like, ah, oh, you know, like when will it end? You know what I mean? And then you just keep over and over and over again. And you're just like, you can't. At that point, you're just like, man, what 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 can I do? How do I? You try to like stop it. Have you ever tried to stop a sneeze? You ever try to stop a sneeze? I mean, I've only ever been successful like maybe. I mean, I maybe on like I can count on one hand maybe the amount of times I've been successful at stopping a sneeze, and so when that happens, I mean, it's not even about like the when i stop the sneeze it's kind of not i mean i would have rather just sneezed you know what i mean so that's why I like i don't i don't try to do it that much just when i when i finally sneeze i just feel like uh it doesn't feel like i should have sneezed you know what i mean like there's certain moments in your life where you're like i shouldn't have sneezed like right now like those random sneezes that just come out of nowhere. You're just like, why did that even need to happen? Like, I, I don't even understand that that whole process that just went down. And that's how I feel right now during allergy season. Like, I know there's pollen in the air. There's other stuff going on. But like, I was just looking around me and I was like, I'm in perfect health. Like, I'm in like the best condition in the world. Like, how, how can this... How is this happening? Like, I was fine. You know, when you're like, uh, I was fine two seconds ago. Like, 20 minutes ago, I wasn't even... Uh, you know how sometimes when you uh, think about blinking, you'll be like, whoa. I, I, like, all of a sudden thought about it. And now it's like, I don't know how to, like, let go of it. But now, 
the same thing goes for my uh my my sneezing is like I wasn't or whenever I get like allergies is like I wasn't even I was healthy two minutes ago. I was healthy twenty minutes ago. I was I was doing just fine. I was living my life. I was being okay. Now all of a sudden it's like I have this this thing all of a sudden that's just like how do I get rid of it? How can I get rid of that feeling? And so I I just and it's not like I I sneeze all that much now, no. But more so, it's like once I do, it just goes. And goes and goes and over and over again. I just think to myself, like, if there was ever a moment, or if there was ever a time when I wanted to stop sneezing, it's just like, whenever I go outside, mo- mostly, like when I'm inside, like I can suffer through it. But when I'm out and about and I'm doing stuff and I like catch a sneeze and like I have to like move around and do other things, it's kind of uh, annoying. Or when I'm driving. I remember I was driving and I had to like go at a, I'm trying to think if it was like a stop, it was a stop sign. I I had stopped at a stop sign and I needed to keep going, but like I kept on sneezing and sneezing and sneezing. So I was like, okay, let me, let me just stop sneezing real quick. And then I'll, I'll hit the gas, step on the gas. But I was just like, and it was also that weird moment because like every time I sneeze, I have to like close my eyes and I blink. And then I'm like, what if for some unknown reason, the car in front of me like stops, like legit does a full complete stop right in front of me. And I can't, and I don't notice it in time. And I crash into the, into this, you know, this lady, this old woman or whatever, whoever is uh, driving ahead of me. And I was just like, uh, I gotta, I gotta calm I got to figure out my allergies. I got to I got to take my medicine. I got to do something to deal with it. And the other one that's so annoying is the the running nose. Like I'll be out. I mean even now I'll I'll be out and about and all of a sudden my nose will start to like it it'll one one side one nostril will be like runny. And I'm, uh, I try to wear my mask as much as possible outside still, just, just in case, you know, you never know. So I like to wear my mask and it'll just start like running as, as much as possible. I'm like, oh my, uh, I'm like, this is, I, I need to like wipe it away. I need to blow my nose. I need to do something, you know? And I'm just like, but there's no, there's no bathroom. There's no tissue. There's no, nothing I can do right now. So I try to like suffer through it but then all I end up doing is just like uh sniffing a lot and I'm just kind of like all over the place and I'm just like this is not this is not good this is not sustainable this is pretty pretty gross so I was just like uh I don't I don't want to go through that but what can I do it's just it's it's running Uh, I um and for some reason it's only uh it, it happens out of nowhere I, I guess it just, it mainly happens in the morning. Like you can pretty much tell how the day is going to go based on like how you wake up in the morning. So when I wake up in the morning and I, and I feel okay, for the most part, I'm pretty, it's pretty well understood early on how the day is going to go. If I have a stuffy or runny nose in the morning, then it's probably going to be that kind of a, a day. But if I'm I'm particularly healthy and I, I have no 
no congestion in my in my nose in my airways then um then if something does happen then it's kind of like why why is this going on you know it's a little bit weird to to shift that's not needed it's not wanted and so i'm just kind of like a bit confused i'm like why is this happening all of a sudden and like i i thought it was healthy i'm i'm completely fine and everything was supposed to be all good but i mean what what can you really do in that moment what can you really do i've never there's no undeniable cure for it i guess for that for that moment i suppose of course you're supposed to take your allergy medicine and whatnot but i'm just speaking in general here so that there are those kind of like regular everyday allergies where you go outside and you just like you you uh you get oh my gosh my my eyes itch a lot or they get like a little watery and i i don't i can't because sometimes it'll be like maybe i'm just sad you know like i'll just be like man i am just or i'm tired you know i'll try to like decide between the two i'll be like man i probably listened to too much sad music or that that like that sad song i shouldn't be listening to or whatever you know like the one that gets you in your feels and you're just kind of like uh man that that one hits home for me right and then you're kind of like am i just sad am i just like feeling a little you know a little down on myself today or whatever but then you're kind of like, no, I'm I'm good, I'm good. What's going on? And then your eyes start itching, and you're like, ugh. Maybe I'm just tired, you know. Maybe maybe I didn't sleep sleep well last night, or maybe uh, I just I just feel this overwhelming sense of like uh, I have to go to sleep. But then you just like you realize, oh, I just have for no unknown reason, I just my eyes are just itching and it bothers me so much because it's like I'll be rubbing one eye and then I'll look in the mirror and I'll feel like I just shrunk one of my eyes and I'll be like what it it'll look completely weird I, I you know what I'm talking about hopefully but I just feel all the time like this is this is wrong and I shouldn't be feeling like this but it happens to the best of us so anyways there are those kind of allergies and I don't have any like food allergies or anything like that, but other people do. So like the biggest, most common one is shellfish. Now, I think that's a pretty livable, like nobody's going to be like, oh, he has a shellfish allergy. Like I've never seen anybody like be down in the dumps that are like, I have a shellfish allergy. I, I can't, I can't enjoy that. It's like, yeah, I, I, I have a shellfish allergy and I'll, I'll survive, you know? Nobody's like uh, beating themselves up for having that kind of allergy. But an allergy that, that does uh, affect a lot of people is peanuts. So peanut allergies, that's where I kind of get like, oh, you can't, that, that'll, that'll be like, oh, darn, dude. Like, I just made this wonderful... Uh, peanut butter sandwich or whatever and he can't enjoy that you know it's like ah oh, darn bro like that is that's rough you know or they have to constantly be on the lookout for like does it have peanuts in it does it have peanuts in it what kind of uh did did you put anything like peanut related into it or whatever and they're just like yeah sorry and they're just like yeah i can't have any and you just i feel like in those instances I, I'm just kind of like, 
oh man dude that's it, it's such a bummer sometimes when you when you uh i mean it's not like a end of the world kind of a thing but it's more so of like a darn there are simple pleasures out there that are unenjoyable to that person and it's like i wish there was a a moment that i could i could take that back or i could kind of be like actually you know what let's just die you know like like just just eat it you know just enjoy this for now you know have some trail mix eat some peanut butter you know do do whatever you want dip that chicken in peanut oil do whatever you want to do you know what i mean you only live once and you got to you got to take you got to take risks now while your immune system and your body can handle it sort of and also once you it reminds me of this movie, uh, Meet the Robinsons. If you haven't seen the movie, great movie. Good good theme throughout the movie, right? To keep moving forward. Spoilers for Meet the Robinsons if you, if you haven't watched it yet, but maybe maybe I'll talk about that in my, my next uh, episode. But in the movie, there's a moment where the kid in the movie makes an invention. And it's supposed to like evenly distribute peanut butter and jelly onto like a sandwich, right? And so he makes it and then he just ends up, it ends, the machine ends up going haywire and it starts blasting all over the place. And it gets on this guy and he starts puffing up like crazy. And I was like, does it really happen that quickly? Does it really go that? Like, that quick right then and there, like, doesn't necessarily eat, he doesn't necessarily eat it, it's just more so like, he, um, it just touches his skin, and on immediate impact, he's just like, <gasps> you know, he starts like going crazy, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is, this is horrible, like, I, I wouldn't want that for anybody, or myself, for, for that matter, but like, they're just kind of like, dying 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 and then though and then the guy's wife stabs him with like a pen with the epi pen or whatever the the allergy pen is right she stabs him and he's just like you know he starts going back to normal he starts like de-puffing and he's like going back to it now that's probably over exaggerated right it's it's very over exaggerated in that moment but i was kind of like that is that is wild that that is crazy, and I was just a kid watching that. I was like, peanut allergies are just crazy, you know. I was like, that's one thing I don't. I'm glad I don't have that, you know, or I don't have any of those kind of allergies. But the EpiPen, the EpiPen is kind of a. It really is the craziest invention. Like, I have to save your life by stabbing you, right? Like. I have to, in order to save you from your own internal, you know, from your own allergy, to save you from yourself and uh, maybe an external factor, I have to stab you with this life-saving pen. And then once I use it up, I have to get you away from the thing that's killing you. So, like, the guy is allergic to peanuts, right? I have to... First, I have to stab you with the pen, right? Once I stab you with the pen, and it's not like a, a gentle, like, quick little pinch, right? 
It's not like a small little like poke. It's a full force stab. Boom, right into the skin, right into the leg. And you're just like, breathe, take it easy. And then you have to, all right, what was what was on you? She has to like wipe off the peanut butter. She has to get him away from it. She has to like walk away from that stuff. And who knows what, what other kind of, or shellfish, right? So like, if you have a, a shellfish allergy or whatnot, um, and then all of a sudden you you get in contact with it or maybe you eat some or, uh, you know, because sometimes restaurants will use the same oil to cook like different foods. So like you'll have them make French fries and they'll make or, you know, they'll make fish and chips per se. Right. And that maybe that has like. I don't know, maybe some shellfish in it. I, I have no idea, right? I'm just saying, for example, they they put it in the oil, right? And then they take it out or fried fish or whatever. Same thing. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. But they fry it, something fish-related or seafood-related that has come in contact with shellfish, right? They take it out and then they make some other guy's food with, like, French fries and stuff. They take it out and you eat it. Then you get an allergic reaction. You're like, I was just, you know, eating French fries. And then you have to go like, well, they actually also serve other foods that you could have come in contact with. And now you have to be like, oh, no, now I can't. You have to look over your shoulder for every little thing. And that's kind of always a hassle. But back to the EpiPen. In that moment, when I saw her like stab him with this pen... Uh, in the movie, I was kind of, I I was kind of blown away by it. I was like, "What is this life saving pen? How does it, how does it function? You know, and what other moments could you do that? Could you stab somebody with a, with an object and save their life?" So, there was another movie, I think, or I think I saw it on like a on the internet. Somebody like stabbed somebody's neck. No, it was in the Kaleidoscope movie. If you haven't seen my Kaleidoscope episode, go watch it. But in Kaleidoscope, the guy stabs himself in the neck. The, the dude literally jams a hole in his throat and he so that way he can breathe. Because I don't know, something happened to his, vo- to his throat that left him unable to like talk and that couldn't... It couldn't really let him breathe or whatever, right? He was just like, I can't breathe, you know, something like that. So he stabs himself in the throat and then he can breathe. Like that's the only other time I can think of somebody like stabbing themselves to save to save themselves, you know, just a full stab. Other than that, you have to go to the hospital, right? You have to. No, there is another time I remember in this show called. And the and the Daredevil Daredevil show. If you haven't seen that, spoilers for that movie. But in the second episode of that movie, <clears throat> it he gets very badly injured. Uh, Daredevil gets very badly injured in that show, and what happens is his lung kind of collapses on something. I don't know. It just I think it was filling up with liquid, or you know, it just. 
all, all I can say is that it had something to do with him not being able to breathe. Now, she doesn't stab him in the neck like the, like the other guy in the kaleidoscope show. What ends up happening is she stabs him in the chest or she pokes him slightly. She does something to him on the chest and she, boom, pops it, pulls the tube out and then it like opens up his his lungs it makes him able to breathe again and i was watching that i was like how often do they do that or how often can one do that to to somebody and it be done safely cuz i could only think of maybe if you're in the ambulance and that happens they could do it then and there otherwise you're in the you're in the you're in the hospital and it's like I guess they can put a bag over your face or supply you with oxygen. That way you don't have to uh, constantly be out of breath or whatever. Or is that really the easiest method? All I'm trying to say is that when when you stab yourself with the EpiPen, there's not a whole lot of other cures, you know, that can save you from stabbing yourself. Now, I know it's the, the medicine inside of it that, like, saves you. Or, or whatever's in there. I, I, I don't know. But you stab yourself and you just kind of come back to life. You know, you stop the, the hives. You stop the, uh, the breathe. The, you know, maybe um, you're, you're unable to breathe and whatnot. It, it helps you out in that manner, you know. So the last thing I kind of want to talk. So there are. Those are basic allergies, right? Like I have basic allergies where it's the the flowers and the pollen and I get like a, I sneeze, I cough, I, I get some itchy eyes, a runny nose here and there. And then you have the shellfish and the peanut allergies. Those are pretty common, common stuff. So I want to kind of talk about the uncommon, the rare allergies. So the first one is aquagenic urticaria or is it urticaria? Urticaria, urticaria, whatever. It's aquagenic urticaria, and that is being allergic to water. I mean, dude, could you imagine? And I'm so sorry if you're allergic to water. I mean, I love water. I drink it every single day. But here's here's the thing, right? There has to be how many people were. Like, let's go back. Like, let's go way back in the day. Let's say one of our ancestors had this rare uh, condition where he or she was allergic to water, right? And at the time... I'm, I'm thinking, like, would it cause... What's the... Uh, I'm thinking of like hydrophobia, where it's like if if you are allergic to water, maybe you develop a fear of water or like, uh, you know what I mean? Like that maybe that's how that fear gets developed or maybe that's just a whole unrelated thing. But anyways, let's say you're there back in the day, right? And back back in back when our ancestors were like traveling the world, all they could do is travel on the boat. So imagine being like an explorer or having to like travel the new land, uh, travel the to different 
travel overseas is what I'm trying to say. Travel overseas, and then all of a sudden you you come in contact with water, and you're like, ah, you know, you just start going crazy, and everybody's, you know, obviously natural selection takes its turn, but like, that's why some people who never see the the water, maybe they they develop it over time, right? Because all of these all of these allergies like shellfish, peanuts, and even basic allergies, right? They they're they're not treatable like they are now. Back in the day, people were dying just from coughs. And they still die from coughs, you know. Obviously they they might go undiagnosed, but back in the day, back when back when our forefathers were running the country, it was kind of un unknown, right? Nothing was known back then nobody knew about uh aquagenic urticaria you know and it was so rare like oh imagine the first person who ever had it right there's some that person obviously died they didn't know what was going on and you can say that about a lot of people with uh What's it called? With with these kind of allergies, like these very rare allergies, and they don't know what's going on. They just know that whenever they come in contact with water, or maybe they drink water, or they try to take a shower or whatever, it's like it's life threatening for them. They can't they can't do it, dude. So from all the way back then to now, like how does it transfer over? How does it develop over time? Is this like a I don't know if this is a new allergy. I don't know if this is an allergy that could develop over time or could be passed on. All I'm trying to say is when it's that rare and when it's that uh, with something so common, something so important to survival, it's kind of difficult for a doctor to be like, listen, I need you to drink more water. It's like, water's killing me. What What do you want from me? It's like, Okay, uh, you need to take more shower. You know, you probably stink if you don't, um, if you, if you can't come in contact with water. Or is there special water you can you can bathe in? I would imagine. What can what can you really do in that scenario? You can't drink water. You know, I don't know what that would do to you internally. Um, you can't go swimming. That's not a, you'd have to live somewhere completely dry, right? You'd have to live somewhere near the desert or whatnot. Um, no water guns. I mean, there's, there's any number of things that, that, that go wrong in this scenario. And imagine trying to like explain it to people. Like if you came up to if if you came up to me, and you said, "Listen, dude, um, I want to be honest with you," and I'm like, "You know what? You can tell me anything. We're best friends. We're cool. What's up? I'm allergic to water. What? Now that I think about it, I've never seen you drink a cup of water. We can't go to the beach now. Like, do you do? You, I don't know if that would really change my perspective on somebody, but I'm just kind of like. If somebody came up to me and told me that, I'd be like, uh, so I can't, like, what's, what's the deal with that? Like, I can't, you know, we can't, uh, what I'm trying to get at is, like, we can't, 
associate with water in any regard. Like if I want to splash water on you for some dumb reason or whatever, right? I can't, I can't do it. You know, doesn't that kind of, isn't that a little bit weird? Like a little bit moment where it's like, oh, so if I ever wanted to like th push you into a pool, right? I could be killing you in that instance. And you're just kind of like, yeah, that, that, that would kill me. And you're just like, oh boy, that is just, or what if you get a job, right? And you have to like mop, but I guess you're wearing clothes. I don't know what the exact circumstances of this allergy is. I just know that you're allergic to water. And by that definition, it just means you can't, you can't eat it and you can't bathe in it. You can't go swimming. You can't uh, be outside when it rains. Like you have to be very protective. Like what happens when you sweat? I imagine, I, I, I think you're fine as long as you're not, um, you know, as long as it's, I don't know. Uh, I think that's like a special case. I guess if you're sweating, it's a it's a natural bodily function. It happens, but if it's just like uh, unprocessed tap water or whatever, then yeah, you're probably gonna die. And does the EpiPen save you then? Who knows? I I have no idea. So the next rare disease, uh, uh, allergy. A disease is it a disease it's just an allergy okay anyways the next rare allergy is dermographism so dermographism is uh when you're allergic to human touch now this one is a little bit difficult okay i, I equate it to rogue an X-Men, right? Like she can't touch anybody because if she does, she will kill them, right? She like literally kills people if she touches them or comes into any kind of physical contact. So you just have to like avoid her at all costs. And I'm trying to think dermographism. I mean, you definitely can't hug anybody. Handshakes are a nightmare. Um, I mean, there's so much. How does... Obviously, now, we live in a time where anything can be... Not fixed, but we can live with certain things, right? Like, you can live without a, with a peanut allergy today. You know what I mean? You might miss out on a few things. Nothing crazy. Just some peanuts. Who cares? But human touch, imagine telling that to a kid. Imagine telling somebody just like, hey, listen, uh, we can't hug you or like really show you any kind of physical affection. Like no hugs, no kisses from mom, no like high fives, no nothing. No like pat on the back. We can't do that. And you're just like, what? Like I'm, I'm untouchable. It just, it feels... Like that, all of these rare allergies are so sad, bro. They, they don't, they don't offer any, any way where you can kind of like avoid it, you know, kind of 
you can avoid peanuts. You can avoid shellfish. You can avoid, uh, you know, people are allergic to certain pets and animals and stuff. You can kind of like avoid those things. Whereas human touch, like you're going in for a job interview and you and you immediately walk in and they're like, great job on the interview, you know, put her there. You know, they, they reach out their hand for a handshake and you're just like, uh, yeah, I can't. You know, no, thank you. And they think you're being rude and you're just like, shake my hand. Oh, you you know that movie, uh, Django, where he's like, shake my hand. Like in that moment, you have to be like, listen, I can't shake anybody's hand. I, I have dermo, uh, dermographism. That could be, yo, that could be a great way to get out of doing any like uh, physical interaction with somebody. It's like, hey, dude, come over. Uh, Let's say like somebody's like, come come over here and shake my hand. You're like, listen, dude, I got dermographism. I'm not allowed, you know, I'm, I'm allergic to human touch. So just leave me alone. All right, back off. That could, that could work. I bet you some people would be like, oh, I had no idea. Like maybe, you know, let's, let's get away. And you're just like, no, it's too painful. Leave me alone. That could get people to leave you alone, right? Just kind of like, Avoid people for a little bit. Just just come up with this uh, rare allergy. But then again, it's it's kind of a, a long shot to believe that anybody would would really think you have that kind of thing. So I guess the best thing to do in that scenario is to wear uh, a bunch of clothes. That that would have to be the the only way to do it. So you'd have to wear gloves everywhere you would have to i i gotta tell you people with dermographism must love the winter time because then you can wear like mittens you can wear like a hat a beanie to cover yourself up you can wear like a hoodie and and a bunch of like you can wear a bunch of layers and then you can like maybe go in for a hug or a high five and uh and a handshake and whatnot right without necessarily getting hurt you know you don't have to to worry about that yeah that that that's a that's a workaround right unlike water where it's like if it snows and then it melts it's still water hmm though i i imagine um sports are a nightmare uh and so is like summertime you know you can't you can't enjoy like going out or, or being places with people that might like have, you can't go to concerts or like to big music festivals like Coach. Imagine having dermographism at Coachella. Like, you know what I mean? You wouldn't survive. You would have to completely, you know, avoid all of those scenarios. And that's, you know, I don't go to those anyways, right? But I would like, at least give me the option. So, the last one, and this one, this one's a big one. If you thought water and human touch was bad, wait till you see, wait till you learn about this one, okay? <sighs> Solar urticaria. You are allergic to sunlight. Now, this is nuts. You can't even go outside. You probably. You're going to have to take vitamin D supplements for the rest of your life. How do you 
I guess nighttime. In the nighttime. When the sun goes down, you, you'd have to work only at night. You can't ever work in the daytime. You would probably need, I don't know. I, I imagine you would need special sunglasses, right? You'd have to survive off, uh, you'd have to get special sunglasses to protect your eyes from the sun. You're already allergic. What, what happens, like, when you're allergic to, like, let's say when you're allergic to cats, your eyes get all itchy and uh, watery, right? Let's say when you go outside and you're allergic to sunlight, what do you think is going to happen to your eyes? Your eyes are getting shot. So that that way, the sunglasses are like a necessity. You need sunglasses in order to survive. And not only sunglasses, you need to cover yourself up. So on top of uh, dermographism, right? So dermographism, you can kind of avoid it during the wintertime. You can put on some gloves. You can put on a, a long sleeve shirt, whatever, right? In this scenario, it's hot outside. You know, the sun is out. And even if you... You know, on a cloudy day or at during the nighttime, there's still a little bit of suspicion, a little bit of fear that the sun is going to come up and then, I mean, what do you do in that, in that moment? You know, there's definitely no child that could ever survive with, um, solar urticaria, urticaria, like that is just crazy. Imagine going to night school as a kid. Obviously, you know, if you're an adult, you do that, that's fine. But I'm talking about kids. Like, let's say you're eight years old and you have to go to night school just so that way you could be a normal, you know, you can learn and be a normal kid. Like, what happens then? That is, that is wild. The, these these are allergies that are are rare, obviously, but they have happened. They are out there. There are reported studies of these, of this, and um, I just want to know, like, who was who was the first person to really get documented and to really like understand? Because they had to survive to a certain point. So I imagine these are all livable. They're not crazy so maybe with aquagenic urticaria right allergic to water it's only let's say let's say it's only salt water like if you go into the ocean then it's bad right but if it's like purified and it's clean water then you can like maybe shower or you can drink water you know what i mean like as long as it's clean you know, it's not just out there all dirty, right? And maybe with dermographism, it's not... Uh, maybe it's not so much like a, a big puffy, can't breathe, all of a sudden, like you have to stab yourself with an EpiPen kind of allergy. Maybe it's just like a couple of hives, you know, just a few of them. And then with solar urticaria, it's like, Maybe you're more prone to sunburns or you, you know, you get a little bit itchy when you go outside, right? It's not like a, oh, a sudden, a sudden, you know, sudden death when you go outside and you, you encounter the sun, you know what I mean? 
Now, I say all of these allergies just to kind of be like a little sneezing and a little coughing and a little itchiness doesn't kill you. Whittled, you know, and it's something that I can I can I can get over, right? I can just be like, man, this sucks, but like, you know what else would suck if you were allergic to water, if you were allergic to human touch, if you were allergic to sunlight, that would be that would be rough. And um that those are the cut that that's what I think about when I'm like, gosh, I, I hate being, you know, my allergies are acting up or they're they're uh they're not letting me live, right? Or they're coming out of nowhere and I, I don't like it. And then during those moments, I'm kind of like, take it easy, all right? You're going you're gonna to survive, all right? Just, just keep moving forward, you know? And that's, that's what I was, all I was trying to think about. So in the end, when you're trying to survive your allergies, just remember, just know that in the end, you could be allergic to sunlight. You know, that, that could be, that could be where your head is at, but it's not, you're, you're living a good life. Okay. All you got is a little, a little sneeze, a little, a little runny nose, a little cough here and there, some itchy eyes and watery eyes. You can make it through. You can survive. So thank you guys so much for listening. I I wish you all nothing but the best. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing to the YouTube channel. It means so much to me. And uh, I'll see you guys all next time. Thank you.